Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Growing in Grace, the podcast with uh, Mike and Joel. Are we in our 17th year or are we going on 18? I can't remember. We're, we, we're in our 18th year. We've done 17 okay. and, a, and a half-ish. <laughs> and so, We've been doing it a while. Yeah. yeah we'll hit and, 18 and, and next what's year. what's the purpose of the podcast? Well, ultimately, it, it's to focus on the, the grace of the gospel and that Jesus Christ and his finished work uh, did it all for us on our behalf. It's not a gospel of right doing. It's a gospel of right being. It's not based upon works, but it's based upon faith in, in the finished work of, of Jesus Christ and the fulfillment of a law of works that he performed on our behalf. And, and so the, he, what he brought to us is the gift of righteousness, something the Jews were pursuing for many years through a law of works but could never attain it. Um, he brought us the gift of righteousness. It's a gift. It means right standing with God, and it's not based upon anything that we do. So that's one nutshell version of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's really what we're doing. And it's sharing good news. It's talking about the gospel as we understand it. And and as we've been talking about for the last uh, few weeks, we're not knocking the Bible or the New Testament writings at all because we have gotten a lot of understanding about this gift of righteousness through what we read there, and that's good. And in fact, you know, like we had been talking about Second Timothy three sixteen, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and how that Paul wasn't writing about his own writings. He wasn't writing about what he was writing. He was writing about in the previous verse, Paul was telling Timothy that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. Well, what scriptures would Timothy have known? He had a Gentile father. A Greek father, but his mother was Jewish. Timothy's mother was Jewish, and so he would have known the Old Testament scriptures. And those are the scriptures that are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. And so the message is in there. It's in the Old Testament scriptures. And in fact, uh, the Ethiopian eunuch, wasn't he uh, in, in Acts? And the person who talked to him about Jesus started opening up the scriptures and explaining them to him. I think he started with I think it says Isaiah. I'm working off mm-hmm. my memory here. But he opened up the Old Testament scriptures to explain Jesus to him. And so we do have those uh, Old Testament scriptures that are able to make us wise for salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. And that is excellent, and, and um, that's, that's wonderful. So we have that, and we also have these writings. Uh, Paul had said that the Lord Jesus himself— is the one who revealed the truth of the gospel to him. That's the Holy Spirit at work. I mean, that would have been the Holy Spirit, Jesus through the Holy Spirit, revealing uh, the truth to Paul. And we have the same Holy Spirit in us. We have the same Christ in us to reveal truth to us. And it's we can look at these writings— and we can glean a lot of wonderful things from them. But something else that I was thinking about is that in, in Romans 10, 
one of Paul's writings where he talked about if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe that God is raised from the dead, you'll be saved. He says, for the scripture says, so what scripture was he referring to? He was referring to the Old Covenant scriptures, the Old Testament. Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. So Paul, so many times he brought up the Old Testament scriptures to make his case about Jesus. So we have that. Um, And he also quoted, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Romans 10, 14. And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. So you notice that Paul never said, how shall they believe in him of whom they have not believed? Well, we'll give them the Bible. We'll get them 26 new <laughs> scri- new books of, of Scripture, uh, or 27, I mean. No, he said, we'll send preachers. Paul was one of those preachers. Jesus revealed the truth to Paul, and Paul was sent out to do that. Again, we're, uh, what I'm doing is not knocking the writings of the New Testament, but I'm saying that this was something that the Holy Spirit did through people. The message came to people, and they went and shared the message. And I believe that's been going on for 2,000 years, the gospel message through people that the Holy Spirit has revealed the truth to. And so uh, throughout many years of the church, there has been no printing press. The Bible, we take for granted that we have this one book with 66 uh, different writings in it uh, that we can call the Bible— that hasn't always been available like that. Uh, there was a time before the printing press and before mass publication of the Bible that people did not have access to these scriptures. How could they have known the truth of the gospel? Well, I believe that God, Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He has done that through the work of the Holy Spirit in the lives of people. Has there been, you know, without, the, without people having access to the writings, to the scriptures, has there been a lot of error? Yes. You know, you think about uh, indulgences and, and so many different things where untrained people, people who didn't have a clue what the gospel truth really was, uh, they were duped and they were all kinds of error. We've got 27 New Testament books and there's still an awful lot of error in the church. So, one more time, not to knock the New Testament epistles but to say that we need to rely upon the Holy Spirit teaching us and uh, not so much rely upon thinking that every single jot and tittle in these books was inspired and is without error, inspired by God and without error, because we can trust the Holy Spirit in us. People don't put enough stock in the Holy Spirit, I don't think. Yeah, so when Paul was referring to the scriptures, the Jewish scriptures, the Old Covenant scriptures, those had been in place for a long, long time, and they were pointing forward to something. They were looking ahead to the Messiah, to the future uh, revelation of the risen Christ. That's what those were for, and and undoubtedly, uh, much of what was contained in those writings was uh, by the Spirit of God revealed to Paul, as Paul said, I didn't, I didn't learn this gospel through flesh and blood. I learned it by revelation from God himself. 
and, and, and he was constantly, as you gave just a few examples, constantly referring back to those scriptures to make his point about Jesus and the faith of the, the gospel. So he's, he's writing about that through these new writings, uh, explaining that the scriptures that are given by inspiration pointed to Christ, and now as a witness, he's explaining that. That's mm-hmm. what these writings are about. Mm. Uh, and it, as Joel said, it's, it's great. This is great information that these witnesses are providing to us um, as they write to their fellow peers back in their day. Um, you know, the, the point here is, it's several hundred years it, it took for people, men, to decide on what books were going to go into what they were going to call some sort of a, a, a new scripture, a new canon, uh, a, a new authoritative um, collection, <clears throat> paste it together with the old, and finally, finally, finally when that happened, <laughs> then, uh, you know, all these centuries it's not like people had, I think we underestimate this. It's not like people had these things laying around on the coffee table. Right. I, and, and I doubt that they even went to a church every week where they could hear it read like the Jews did when they went to the synagogues to hear the law read every Sabbath. Uh, people just weren't, by and large, weren't exposed to these writings in the way that we would like to think that they are. So how did they come to Christ? How did they come to faith in Jesus? How did they come to experience his life? Um, Again, our our emphasis here is on the ministry of the Holy Spirit, word of mouth, as Joel was talking about from Romans 10, um, the the declaration of this message that that is being handed down by the witnesses uh, through generation to generation, just like many things were under the Israeli time, under the law, under the Old Testament. Um, and, and so we've, we've got that. Now, some people are going to so it was many centuries later, just really, when you think about it in the big scheme of things, it was just, in, in the big scheme of things, it was just a few centuries ago where, you know, printing presses really started spitting these things out to where they became commonplace in, in, in our world, these writings. And so some people will say people would not know about Jesus if it weren't for the book. Well, where does that leave the Spirit of God at? all of these centuries. Mm, right. We're, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? Are we elevating these writings above the Spirit of God who happens to be everywhere and in the hearts of people revealing truth? Uh, he doesn't need the Bible to reveal truth. It's not a knock on the Bible. It's an elevation of the Spirit of God. Um, so let's let's just keep that in mind. You know what? That that argument that people wouldn't know about Jesus if if we didn't have the Bible. And again, we appreciate the Bible, but that that argument parallels with legalistic church people who will say we won't know how to live if we don't have a, a list of rules and commandments to keep. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, some of the grace people out there, uh, you'll, you'll try to argue that one and say, well, no, we don't need that anymore because we, we have this new covenant, and you'll try to explain that God within you will, will help lead and guide you in your conduct and so forth. Uh, but there's that parallel of legalists saying, oh, well, we, we won't know how to live. How will, how will people know how to live without the commandments? Um, and then if we're going to say, well, we won't know about Jesus unless there was a Bible, I think going back to our first program, Joel, I, I think, again, we're, it's this, the Spirit of God 
uh, is, is revealing truth to people. Just like the Philippian jailer, just like many people today, you know in your heart of hearts, regardless of your religious background, you need to be saved. What must I do to be saved? How can I know I have life eternally? Uh, those are questions that automatically, naturally, supernaturally roll around in the hearts and minds of people. Right. I think I think that's true, and th- that's good. I think I think it's good to talk these things out. Um, I think we've shared some thoughts that I, you know, you and I have talked about over the years between ourselves, and I think other people wonder about these things too. Um, maybe they're just too scared to bring them up, or maybe just um, not not sure. How do I question what I've always believed? My whole life about this so-called authority of, of the of the scriptures of of the New Testament scriptures, and again you can you can do with this what you want. I, I think it's it's good food for thought, kind of like our uh, Law Abolished series. Uh, another one thing that comes up, looking at the time here, going we might should wrap this up, but in Romans one. Paul says, talking about the wrath of God being revealed, uh, because what may be known of God is manifest in them. He's talking about the, the, the wrath of God being revealed against all the ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Where did they get that truth? In other words, Paul is saying that everybody has the truth because it's been revealed by God, but how did, they, how did everybody get that truth that they are suppressing? It's through, he says, because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. There is something, to, it, one thing Paul doesn't say here is that because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for they have read the 27 books of the New Testament. He, 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 Paul doesn't say that. It's because God has shown it to them through his creation. So God, who is invisible, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen through what he has made. So we've got God revealing himself to mankind through what he has made. We've got mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And I think when I shared when we started this and I talked about my friend who um, came to Christ through no knowledge of the Bible, um, but simply there was something going on in him. I think that God was showing himself to him uh, (laughs) and it wasn't through any scriptures. Again, not to knock the scriptures. We love them. We're thankful that we can, that we've been able to spend 17 years of the podcast talking about the scriptures and, and quoting them and looking at them in context. But let's not do that at the expense of leaving the Holy Spirit out of this and what God has revealed through his creation. Let's not uh, leave those things out because a person can come. It's, it's, it's a mind-blowing thought for some people. But God can reveal himself to people without have, ever having any knowledge of the Bible whatsoever. It's just, and I think that he has done that so many times that we just can't, don't even understand, we can't even fathom it, but and we just don't even know about it, how, how God has revealed himself to people uh, through what he has made and by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So, I don't know, any uh, thing you want to wrap up with, Mr. Gavin? Well, so you've got the, the Old Testament scriptures given by inspiration that Paul referred to, to Timothy, and Jesus fulfilled them. <laughs> 
He fulfilled the law. He fulfilled the prophets. He fulfilled the Psalms. And now you've got witnesses talking about it. That, uh, that to me, mm. is, is it's real. It's not fake. Uh, that's our New Testament. It's a, it's a testimony of the testator. And it was word of mouth back in that time that these were these things were being written. And that word of mouth continues today. Worked pretty good, right? I mean, no, no billboards necessary. Right. <laughs> no, no uh, commercials on TV. No, no um, writings that you know in the form of advertisement necessary. The word of mouth is the the the, the word of faith is is what is being proclaimed and, and and preached. And I think we 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 roll with that with the spirit of God. I mean, it's 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 really just that simple. Because you got to remember, back in the day, most Jewish believers thought the law was still in place. They thought they needed the law plus Jesus. Paul came along with a whole different message. And I think if we miss out on some of those differences and even, uh, dare I say it, contradictions, um, then we're going to miss out on, on how all of this really unfolded. Um, if we have the wrong assumption about the writings, we'll miss out on some things. It, it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world, that we're, it's, it's just going to keep us from a greater knowledge of the truth. And, and I think ultimately that's going to come through the Spirit of God, because like we said when we, we've been talking here in the past week or two, we've got all of these differences of opinions going on out there, and yet seemingly we have the same Spirit. So what's up with that? We'll, we'll talk some more. Hopefully you'll stick with us here on the Growing in Grace podcast. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.